Butter Tripe, Confessions of a Raw Fed Dog Mum with your hosts, Steph and Yaz. Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with our latest raw adventures. Hi everyone and welcome to our seventh episode of Utter Tripe with your hosts Yaz and Steph and we're bringing you Confessions of a Raw Fed Dog Mum. So. But today. Well. We have a very special guest. A super special guest, <laughs> not to put the pressure on. It's our first guest. It is. First person who wants to talk to us. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so, welcome Liz. Hello everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we are in Neutral's headquarters today as we are filming our, it will be our second instalment of our YouTube, mm-hmm. which at this point may or may not have been released because we are in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we don't know, but it will, it will be around the time it's coming out because I forgot to bring my diary because Olivia wrote when it was going out and when this was going out. She did, didn't she? Because I didn't write it in my diary. We need Olivia quite thank desperately. Olivia. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> She's there. So yeah. yeah, she's got us. She's like the 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 bee in the background that is mm-hmm. just like busy mm-hmm. getting it all together for us. So we are here and we really wanted to interview you in terms of just getting down to the nitty gritty of why you started Neutrals. We're really interested to hear the story. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um I think people will have read about me that I'm a bit of a crazy cat lady, so (laughs) I'm actually a GCCF judge, so I go up and down the country without the pandemic being here, usually at least once a month judging pedigree cats, Um, and I've trained for eight years to be a judge, and that's really my passion. I've owned um, pedigree British short hairs since 2001, Um, the first... um, cat that we bought from a, a, a serious um, quality breeder was in 2005 and we travelled down to Kent to pick her up and when we collected her we were advised by the breeder that she fed raw rabbits and it wasn't something we'd ever thought about, we were a, a kibble feeder at the time mm-hmm. um, and uh, we just saw how much the cat enjoyed eating the food and um, so for the next at least 10 years we traveled down to kent three times a year <laughs> to the same gamekeeper um Netcha game shout out in staplehurst <laughs> fantastic <laughs> rabbit supplier um and we picked up um rabbit from them as i said three times a year we bought a chest freezer and we had it for our cats um we at the time i thought that i was doing good feeding my cats rabbit but rabbit is all I fed them. Now I can look back and cringe that uh, (laughs) obviously they did have kibble alongside and they did have wet food alongside as well Mm -hmm. so there wasn't just rabbit but as a raw food I was very ignorant. I think the the cat food um, industry um, is way behind the dog food Mm -hmm. in terms of their understanding and and, uh, awareness of fresh feeding and the benefits of it. Um, So yeah we um, we, we loved feeding the raw and it was something that I'd always thought about. There was um, another raw company who started up for cats um, about, I'm going to say, seven or eight years ago now. And I wish, um, I wish I'd have done something at that time, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then um, a conversation with a friend over coffee with regards to um, raw feeding dogs and raw feeding cats and how very often cats could have the same things as dogs have because I completely understand they have different nutritional needs but at the same time you know 
as an adult and a child, you can eat a strawberry. As a kitten and a, and a puppy, you can eat a piece of chicken, you know. that the, mm -hmm. the, There is different needs, but you can have it all in the same food, and that's what we set out to, to do, really. Um, one food that would be suitable for both cats and dogs to eat. And then when we started, I started looking into it more, I looked at, you know, the best type of packaging. I'd worked in um, plastic packaging for 12 years doing for fresh red meats. And I knew that plastic wasn't something that I wanted to um, continue working with. Mm -hmm. um, although the company that I worked for is excellent and they really um, have made big strides in developing much better recyclable plastic. It wasn't, I didn't want to produce a plastic packaged mm -hmm. product. So that's why we've gone down the biodegradable route that we have. Um, and why I really wanted to do the dry, wet and raw. Um, at the time, it felt like the whole industry was very divided. So you were either a kibble feeder or you were a raw feeder. Mm -hmm. But actually, um, in reality, from my world, the cat world, that wasn't the case. You were um, predominantly a kibble feeder and raw would be fed as like a, a supplement. supplement. Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't want to just create a raw food that would be um, leaving out all those cats <clears throat> and dogs mm -hmm. um, that, that chose not to feed raw or weren't aware of the, aware, aware of the benefits of raw feeding yeah. and wet feeding and fresh feeding. Um, and so that's why I wanted to do all three because I just felt so passionately about what was being produced, mass produced by the industry, processed, awful foods that don't have the nutritional needs for pets and actually, you know, cause very serious illnesses and death. And I just really felt incredibly passionate that I wanted to do something to make a difference yeah. to those animals' lives. And um, so that's really why I wanted to do the three. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a big, uh, <laughs> a big, big undertaking. I, I think you're right with the fact that it's a, a a secret community of people okay. who feed raw and kibble together mm -hmm. and it's much like when going back 15 years how it was for people feeding raw it was a secretive community mm -hmm. and these people are scared to say they do both mm -hmm. because of the backlash from both parties yeah, so your kibble party okay, who both. are you've got to feed kibble mm -hmm. and your raw community who are raw and raw so I'm very I encourage both as in if that is what you can afford to do like, you know circumstance and life just isn't isn't black and white and it you, isn't you, you yeah. know you, you're never going to in my opinion um feed something religiously all of the time for everybody it's just not yeah not mm -hmm. practical mm -hmm. you know people have holidays people have time when they go away and things where they they physically cannot feed yeah. the raw. I will just say as well, we would always recommend raw as the optimum way of feeding. That's our love, yes. our passion, our absolute passion, pinnacle of our, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, with regards to the dry and the wet, we, we always, um, we think that fresh feeding is a path. So the whole um, tagline of the business is a path to fresh feeding. Yes. So the nutrients and the walls is where I live. So I live in a little village called Middleton on the Wolds and um the world is very much you know a huge part of our lives and um we really wanted to uh, pay homage to that so the world's way is a very famous walkway yeah and um, with the arrow which is 
reminiscent of our um, logo. So it was this whole path. So if we can get somebody to switch over on who's feeding kibble at the moment, just a straight switch to our kibble. We've got no premixes in it, no additives mm -hmm. in it. It's already so much better for that pet. Yeah. If they can see the benefits of that, then you know we do some wet food as well. Yeah. We want to try our wet food, and now we've tried our wet. You can see how lovely you know your poos are much better. Your your pumps are less smelly. Your <laughs> <laughs> your uh, you yeah. know your coat shiny, and and the health benefits are there visibly to see. Then go on, you know, try our raw. We've got you know yeah, this absolutely. wonderful product, yeah. and even if you don't feed it all the time, then you just feed it as a weekend treat then it's you know adding fresh to the bowl is better at every opportunity so and diving it's, and very, out of it it's then. very much yeah and um, we wanted to create this this path to get people eating fresh and i think as well if they start um if they start on the on the dry then all of the um public um pushing that we do is always around the fresh yes so um hopefully they keep seeing that the fresh and how much it's enjoyed by dogs and cats and yeah. how much um, yeah. you know how healthy those animals look they'll want to try it themselves mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's really what I wanted to do so obviously but we keep talking about dogs and cats so if anybody doesn't know I think you were the first not only in the UK but in the world I believe yeah. to date to produce a um, raw food and your tins mm -hmm. that we meet the nutritional requirements for not only all life stages mm -hmm. so that's your puppies your adults your seniors right but, giant breeds as yeah well. but but for both dogs and cats yeah which i just want to give a second for that <laughs> as a as an actual achievement mm. it's massive it's a huge undertaking yeah. and it took two years to get there so it did take a long time with the recipe development yeah. and um and getting that right and um it hasn't definitely hasn't been easy there's definitely been lots of challenges but i just felt so passionately about it i could just see it i just i visioned it and that was what i wanted us yeah. to do and you know um a lot, a lot of people perhaps have been put off if you own a cat because it's got green stuff in it but <laughs> yeah um obviously we know they're obligate carnivores they don't need um anything other than meat in their diet but they can benefit from other things in their diet yeah and absolutely. that i think is the key mm -hmm. um we've seen some real success stories of really poorly cats um who come over onto our food as like a last ditch attempt literally these cats were were on death's door mm -hmm. and they've come over to neutrals and they're absolutely thriving i mean obviously i'm not advocating if your cat's poorly, take it to the vet. You know, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but but we think that the food has made a significant difference. So on a similar on a similar thing to where Sky was so poorly, yeah. that you tried anything, yeah. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, um, yeah. And we, I think the like, sorry, going back to the question of why I did it in two thousand and fourteen, I had three young adult cats and I lost them all to cancer, and it was a really really hard time in fact um the day that my cat passed away the day after um i found out i was pregnant with my little girl <laughs> and i always say that my cat sent my little girl as a gift to mend my heart because i was so heartbroken um so yeah it's really it's really sort of from that that i sort of thought well this can't be right i've had three young cats mm. you know unrelated lines passing away at the same time you know what's something environmental must mm -hmm. be affecting and that's really when I started looking into them. And I also have to pay homage to Steph as well, um, because we visited Steph before <laughs> before we um, took the plunge for Nutri Rolls. So we went over 
and saw her shop and just thought this is definitely what we want to do that her um, staff herself and her dad was just so amazing giving us so much information about all the foods that they were currently <laughs> stocking which back then wasn't the vast variety it isn't that it, it wasn't is the vast I know <laughs> I think people think I just started one day and end, ended up with the brands that we have and then Steph pop- was still grooming at the time I know you, you took a <laughs> break yeah. yes. I didn't realise she was that far back yeah she yeah. took a break from her grooming to come through and see us because yeah. we'd asked to speak to her and uh, yeah took the time and was a real inspiration yeah and literally the day after that trip we registered uh, Nutrioles as a business company's house so no I didn't know that bit yeah it's incredible <laughs> but it's um, it's like I've, I've said it before whoever you speak to in mainly in the raw industry mm. holistic practitioners everyone will have that one animal or in your case unfortunately yeah. three, three animals yeah. that completely changed everything for you and then yeah. set you on this course and then you meet Steph and yeah. then that set you off on that course Absolutely. and then we're sat here now at Neutral's headquarters how crazy is that? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no it's absolutely brilliant mm. so if you were to talk us through some of the raw, just in a little bit more detail, um, I know you've got you've currently got seven children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we looked at what we would do as the first range, and we obviously wanted to create variety. So we just took the seven days of the week. So we launched with the initial seven flavors. Um, we knew really strongly. I keep saying the royal we. I knew. Really <laughs> <so much. laughs> That I wanted to have um, a food that would be um, for both dogs and cats. So we yeah. looked at um, what would what would be the best flavours to launch on, really, and chose what we felt were um, two poultry, one fish, and then the rest. Yes. Um, so if if we break down some of the ingredients, so if we're yeah. looking at some of the meats, what what are you sourcing? Where where so, are they coming from? What are the standards? Yeah. So we also looked at this three. Yeah, sorry, just booted me under the table. <laughs> Um, so yeah we looked at what was already um sort of out there and what we wanted to do and also um where you source the food from has an impact on the nutritional um values as well so for example um free range pork has um i don't have the numbers to hand with me at the moment but um a significant increase in omegas than it would in a normal farmed pork yeah so mm-hmm. um because obviously their diet's changing yeah, absolutely and exposure to sunlight yeah and you've got and out and about all that yeah. That, yeah. that change yeah. and, and i think that's it's very interesting people don't understand and it and what i try to I'm, i am cutting you off but my favorite <laughs> my favorite um one is that so so dogs particularly um they can't sit in the sunlight and uh, make their own vitamin d yeah mm-hmm. They have to get it from their food. Yeah, vitamin D and zinc are a major. Yeah. Uh, so if they're the the animal that they're eating has been raised indoors or in the dark even mm-hmm. and not been exposed to vitamin D because they can synthesize that in their body and that's where the the, the dog's going to get yeah. it from. Mm-hmm. Um, then you you lose that. So then they become deficient. Yeah. So obviously sourcing yeah. wild. 
yeah. outdoor, free range yeah. mm-hmm. is really important. And I know before you all shout at me and jump on, jump on at a tripe on the on the gram. Um, <laughs> and say, I can't afford it. Yeah. Even if you're doing it as a as a, a regular pop, popping it like in once there once a week yeah. or something like yeah. that. Like, I we like, love I, to be the weekend treat. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like you know getting the Marks and Spencer's dinner in, isn't yeah. it? You know, like, normally I shop at Aldi, but sometimes yeah, it's a treat. Absolutely. I might go get something from Marks and Spencer's, and yeah. that. For some people, is a yeah. way to incorporate yeah. the free range of the organic and, and into I the was diet. So ignorant when I first started, the, the one thing that I wanted to do is make it really, really affordable to everyone, and I was so ignorant to actually the cost of good quality product because yeah. I can I can make a food that is half the price, but mm. it would be significantly lower. I think that's the. I mean, this is this would be if you had a pen and paper right now. Uh, Sorry, another a really good topic to talk about how that the meat industry in our industry mm-hmm. is so subsidised. Mm-hmm. We don't actually know the cost of it. Yeah, if exactly. that makes sense. So it is it is purely um, subsidised at every at every corner, if you like. And what act, what it actually costs? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we would be shocked because we're not used to paying mm-hmm. what it really really costs to. Be That's used. it. Yeah. And, and I look at some. Um, completes and I think well I couldn't even buy a cut so mm. you know mm-hmm. I couldn't even buy my um, grass fed um, ox heart for example um, it, it's priced at more per kilo than some dog well, you, you said it doubled when we doubled, last spoke yeah it's doubled since last um, last November and our packaging costs for example um, the uh, compostable cartons that we buy last year it cost us 900 pounds in shipping yeah um so that's 900 pounds this year they quoted us in june two and a half thousand pounds and then last month they quoted us five thousand pounds so that's gone from 900 pounds to five thousand oh my god i got goosebumps when you said that expensive and it's for the same quantity exactly the same and that's where when you know there's obviously we've seen price rises recently of mm-hmm. recent times across the board for everybody mm-hmm. and that that is just one reason why yeah we've also we do genuinely hand make all the food on site as well so we obviously have labor costs because we're a small company we bought equipment that would um that would do the job basically so mm-hmm. we're using yes. um very slow machinery um it's very manual and time consuming mm-hmm. and so our labor costs are probably a lot more expensive than our competitors yeah. but we do make it with love. We really care about this food. Oh God, we get it right. Yeah, and yeah, everybody definitely. starts somewhere. I think yeah. that's the thing. When we're, you know, you can't compare apples and oranges, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the other thing. So, you we we're sourcing free range, yeah. wild where we can, um, organic products for our meat. Mm-hmm. So what else is going in there? Um, so all of the vegetables that go into the foods, all organic. Um, we we try to always source UK um, organic um, fruit and vegetables, but there are occasions, obviously seasonality, British yeah. weather, um, <laughs> that we have to have to cut. Sometimes our courgettes will come from Spain, but they're still organic, mm-hmm. UK soil certified organic as well. And they all come from York. Um, organic pantry at york and there's a little shout out fantastic <laughs> suppliers um so yeah and all of our herbs and oils um so we use um flaxseed or linseed it's the same thing um cold pressed organic oil that comes from the flaxseed company yeah so another shout out to a lovely supplier um <laughs> we have um 
um, some fantastic hemp seed oil and we use virgin um, cod liver oil. We've been asked a few times why we used um, cod liver oil because it, it can be very, very heavily processed, but we do use virgin cod liver oil, so we are careful with um, with our sauce on that and that comes locally as well from Yorkshire, obviously. Amazing. Like yeah. the, I mean, you, I mean, I was blown away by when, you know, you very kindly allowed us to come and look at production um, the, the fact that you were like, why oh, do you want to drive 10 minutes down the road and see the park? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, what? Like, we're going to the abattoir? And like, no, no, the, the pigs are in the field about yeah, 10 minutes so and running around, living the best life. <laughs> I was like, what? I've chosen yeah. about five. Yeah, you picked about five to bring home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I mean, pork, the pork's amazing. So in the UK, there's only one to 2% of the whole of the pork production that's actually free range. And so we're using some of that, which is, you know, all of our pork is free range. Sorry, yes, but, we're but you're using, you're using the, the yeah. yeah, so it's One really to 2% fantastic. of all wow. pork produced in the UK is free, free range. range. Oh my god! It's a very very. That is a wow. Yeah, and okay. um, Anna's uh, Happy Trotters, who we buy our pork from, is also award winning. They've won many great taste awards, um, so we we know that we're putting a fantastic product. Yeah, on. exciting. Yeah. Sorry about that, gang. We are in the neutrals headquarters, and the telephone rang. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, so we got cut off there, but we are back. So Steph had a Burning smashing question. question was what. Uh, Neutral's plans for the future. So we've got lots of exciting things going on at the moment. Um, one of the things that we found we kept getting asked all the time was that um, people wanted single proteins and they wanted us to do an 8 to 10 10. Um, our current range we felt was an elevation of the 8 to 10 10. Um, um, but we've looked at um, what we're currently doing basis if we did an 8 to 10 10 and we've come up with a really fantastic range and we've we've called it the rawest range and <laughs> um, so we'll be doing uh how many <laughs> <laughs> uh eight six sorry six different flavors in the rawest range um we will be listing on the back of the packets um the deficiencies in those because obviously the current range that we do is balanced and complete to fediaf and beyond for all life stages whereas the 8 to 10 10 will have deficiencies it will be deficient in certain things like zinc and vitamin d and mm -hmm. um, but they'll be listed on the um on the packaging and then if you head over to our website we'll list some suggestions of supplements that you can add um, to make that sure that that meal becomes um, yeah because you don't use any supplements in this you use whole yeah. foods yeah whole yeah. foods no supplements at all we tested um we tested with uk um ucas accredited laboratories um for um 400 kilo batches over a seasonal period so we've got really good um data behind that so we know we are hitting those levels those predicted levels um, so we are yet to run a full, um, complete FEDIAF panel, but once we, uh, for everything, it's very expensive, we spent £11,000 up to now on testing. Oh, wow. So wow. Um, <laughs> once, once we've done um, all of them, we will list all of the results on the website, but mm -hmm. that's probably going to run into next year now. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's um, fantastic. And we also looked at, um, so we can, our eight kilo back boxes we can actually fit 10 kilos in so we thought mm, there's room for three more flavors there <laughs> <laughs> so we had to think about what we could add um so we're adding three new flavors two of them won't be available until next year 
but one of them's coming out before Christmas. So it's not a Christmas special. We could have um, branded it as such, but we didn't. It's something that we'll be sticking around. Yeah. So um, we're bringing out uh, Yorkshire Trout, Yorkshire Rainbow oh. Trout. It's a really special product. It's a, it's a farmed trout, but it's um, grown and farmed in the... Um, chalk spring waters which are the same as the blue keld bottled water so if you've ever been in the shops and seen mm. the blue keld bottled water it's raised in the same water as that um and they've got absolutely loads of space it's it's amazing the the, um, the farm so um we are bringing that in on monday so we'll be making oh, that on monday nice. so that will be available Excellent. before christmas um the recipe is um very similar to the salmon recipe and um, but obviously made with the Yorkshire trout um and yeah it's, it's really exciting that's very so. exciting because a lot of dogs i'm finding have got issues with salmon mm -hmm. so that's going to give them a fish option fantastic well mm. um i and I'm just I'm mindful of the time. Yeah, we've got so, four minutes because we, <laughs> we can waffle and it's Wednesday. Um, oh, waffle Wednesday! Waffle Wednesday. Wednesday. So if we were to say to you, if you could give yourself three pieces of advice okay. before now, as you as as hindsight, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself? Oh my goodness! <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't have a baby. <laughs> when you're launching a business <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know i have a four and a half month old baby at home so uh, i've launched two, two i've had two babies this year and, <laughs> and, a, and a human one <laughs> so yeah don't do that <laughs> hang fire uh, yeah. a little bit <laughs> no but seriously i think um i think i would definitely question question why more so why do this and why do that rather than and there was a lot of advice that we've taken and that um we've run with but perhaps changed and pivoted and um yeah just to question why a little bit more mm -hmm. um yeah also not to worry so much i'm a big worrier born worrier worry mm -hmm. all the time and just trusting myself on the products um it really is different and it really is a fantastic product yeah, it and is yeah. just to have that faith in myself and confidence that what we've produced is something special and the final thing I would say, definitely surround yourself by good people and don't lose sight of why you do this because it's not really about us, it's all about the animals. Absolutely. Yeah, that I good. think that, that, that last piece of advice will probably resonate with a lot of people, <laughs> lot of people. in this yeah. industry because that is, I think, something that probably should be tattooed on everybody's <laughs> Remember why, remember <laughs> why. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, it is it is about, about them and not mm -hmm. about us. Mm -hmm. We're just here. Being the voice, yeah, of the voice. Voiceless. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, but no, you have you have got something special. I'm not just saying that Thank because you. you've given me a cup of tea this morning. <laughs> no, seriously, it's, you've you've made something different, and you should be incredibly proud of what you, Ma, Amy, the, the whole Thank team you, have yeah. have done. It's it's amazing. Don't forget I, Liam. Oh, li oh li Liam. sorry, Liam. Sorry, <laughs> sorry little Liam. Sorry, Liam. Um, but yeah, you've you've got something really incredible here, and I am so excited. You know, for us to touch base again in like. Mm. A year's time and go, so right, here we go. Do. Let's <laughs> do this interview in a year's time. Yeah, see where just we are. to see where you're at because mm. I just, I think you're just going to, like, you're going to soar. Yeah, I hope so. Hope you will still be here. Of course you will be. You've got a, you've built an incredible community. You know, you've just, well, I don't know, I can't We've remember this podcast like, is coming out. It's like, sound like, like uh, this is going to sound like a really cheesy pop star, like I want to thank my fans. <laughs> 
we've got the best customers in the world. They're amazing. Just yeah. the amount that they, they, they've they really made new chores with it, what it is, sharing on social media. It helps us so much. Mm-hmm. That word It costs mouth, nothing, it but it means the world. It really yeah, yeah. does. And like to see the animals enjoying the food, it means the world to me. And I can call myself anti this to them all. I, mean, like, <laughs> I love them all. I love getting to know them all on social media. And I do, I do all the social stuff myself at the moment. And... Uh, yeah, I, I feed him my baby at three o'clock in the morning, liking everybody's stories. So. <laughs> I love please, that. Uh, please keep sharing, it really helps. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and no, there's a fantastic community behind you that absolutely love and adore you. So, thank you so much yeah, thank for you that. For us. Thank you for thank joining you, us. Thank you for letting us in the building. <laughs> again. 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 <laughs> Time. for the second time because we got told off because our footage wasn't the right way around for Olivia for I know I know we're so naughty but we were just too giddy to be here we were just so excited but we will um, be at Discover Dogs so you can find us on Liz's stand or hovering around causing a general we ruckus stand we're on. do you know what it's, stand I think are we on? it's I want to say TS133 it's TS definitely 133 oh just follow in, the sound of laughter we're in <laughs> And are you, have you got the beautiful pastel coloured Absolutely, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's beautiful. So yeah, we'll we'll see you at Discover Dogs. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you. And we will catch you next week. Thanks very much, Liz. Thank you. Bye for Bye. now. Utter Tripe. Confessions of a raw fed dog mum with your hosts, Steph and Yaz. Don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date with our latest raw adventures.